I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, welcome back um, <laughs> to the Theory Podcast. Uh, now, I did promise you last time we were going to dip back in to James's uh, Across the Universe story, as he's calling it. Um, I did discover there is a fan production called Across the Universe. Um, I think it's on YouTube. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. It's just weird synchronicity, James. I know that you're not... Um, cribbing off other people's work none of us are but you know the (laughs) the collective unconscious kind of takes over i do wonder though whether you would actually be able to call something across the universe given that that is that not the title of a beatles um song you know lyrics and song titles like they are the people in charge of those things are the most litigious people in the world like there are some um companies that their whole job in making money is to just find someone who has somehow inadvertently put four words together that are in a taylor swift song and then go and sue the bedevil out of someone um probably not taylor swift that's a bad example because she's quite uh generous with her copyrights and things given how um fantastically horrific her publishers were um, that she had to go and re-record all of her albums. Uh, Anyway, so she's like, yeah, 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 no, have a go at it. Um, Like we were very lucky to get uh, some permission from her to play songs uh, on Hard Quiz um, where normally it's like $10,000 they want uh, for you to even say the lyrics out loud. Like it is a lot. Anyway, uh, see, this podcast, I (laughs) I try to start talking about something and then I end up at Taylor Swift. Uh, I mean, we all have Taylor Swift mania at the moment. She's currently touring Australia, um, playing gigantic stadiums like the MCG in Melbourne, which is like 90,000 people, I think, per per night. And she's going to be at... uh, 
Stadium Australia up here in Sydney uh, this coming weekend. So, yeah, Swifties be Swifting. Um, I was never huge on Taylor Swift. I like Shake It Off. I think I had that as like my show music one year um, when I was doing stand-up. Uh, but because like so, you know, there was a bit of Taylor Swift when I was working in radio and then when I finished radio, I did Spicks and Specs for a year. And I just had had enough of popular music um, from any decade. So I just kind of went to a no um, <laughs> a no lyrics, no vocals <laughs> zone where I just wouldn't listen to anything. And kind of, I think it was like the Mariah Carey podcast kind of got me listening to music with... Uh, with lyrics in it again. Um, but even that, like just, you know, Mariah and then J-Lo. Has <laughs> anyone seen that J-Lo movie about J-Lo? Oh, who knows? Um, I haven't watched it there in the regular verse. Um, anyway, I I digress. Uh, but yeah, like occasionally on Hard Quiz, you know, a topic will come up, which will be, you know, a, a music artist, uh, and I get to kind of really indulge in that world in a way I never would normally, which is fun. Like, you know, I get to just listen to Jimi Hendrix albums over and over again because that's the topic I'm writing at the time. And it's that's kind of fun, like, to go, okay, I'm immersed in this. And uh, my delightful colleague, uh, Vaya Pashos, wrote the... Um, Taylor Swift questions for Hard Quiz. Uh, and Vaya, who's does the Neighbours podcast, which I've been a guest on before. It is delightful fun if you're watching the extremely low stakes <laughs> Neighbours. I mean, someone died recently, um, so I can't really keep calling it low stakes. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes their storylines are, there's a dog in the cafe. That's the end of the story. Um, anyway, uh, Vaya wrote all these Taylor Swift questions and then I had to kind of adapt them and write some new ones for the live show, the Hard Quiz live show. Because, you know, it's when it's people who are just saying they're a Taylor Swift fan from the audience, you can't make them too hard. you got to kind of adjust the difficulty a little. Um, and I just spent a lot of time like immersed in Taylor world and I'm like, she's great. I love her. Like, that 10-minute version of All Too Well is amazing. Like, you just go, how did they make this shorter? Like, it's meant to be 10 minutes. It feels like a 10-minute song. Like, and those 10 minutes just fly by. It doesn't feel like, oh, God, is this song still on? Which I used to feel with American Pie when I was a kid. And that would come on the radio and that would be on forever. I'm sure they just used to put American Pie on the radio so they could... Um, do number twos <laughs> when you're alone in the radio studio. Like I, when I worked in radio, there like you can feel the end of the song coming because you hear it so many times. Like when you work in pop music radio, you like we were playing songs every. I think it was 47 minutes was the turnaround on playing a song again. Um, so you hear the same song a lot, and you kind of like your body gets to know it. So you'll be in the bathroom and you'll hear the song get to a point, and it's like, yeah, I got to wind this up and get back. <laughs> a strange job <laughs> um anyway uh well <laughs> i came here to talk about james's scenes <laughs> sorry james sidetracks a go-go here <laughs> in the theory podcast so james came up with a scene um 
he basically theorized because the ninth Doctor and Rose never really strayed far from Earth in that whole first series. Uh, James imagined an adventure where they land on another planet in the future. And then before they can even leave the TARDIS, a girl in a red hoodie uh, and she's clutching a checked satchel, comes running through the doors. I mean, the visual is amazing. Very Red Riding Hood. The satchel looks like it's the picnic basket. <laughs> um, but he thought maybe it had uh, evidence in it where something bad had happened or maybe it was, uh, you know, a bomb that he, she was going to set off because... He has decided they've landed on a planet called Villengard, which is home to one of the galaxy's biggest arm factories. Um, and when she gets into the TARDIS, uh, there's like a growling, like she's been chased through a forest. There's been a growling noise behind her. And given that she's wearing a hood, a red hoodie, and she's got a little picnic basket, I keep saying picnic basket like I'm <laughs> Yogi Bear. I don't know why I can't stop myself. Um, anyway, we presume it's a wolf outside because, or Yogi. <laughs> a wolf because she's kind of red whiting hoodie um because <laughs> she's got a hoodie uh and it looks something like rose like there's like a implication that this is rose of the future um anyway i threw it open to you guys like however you guys want to uh interpret and go on with this story more than happy to join in um jeff has joined in and says uh the galloping growling thing is a cyber werewolf like the cyber shades like in the next doctor like where they were kind of hairy people <laughs> with a cyber face um uh, Jeff says it turns off some Zaroff type dude has been wiping minds and turning them into cybernetic weir creatures. Oh, so not a Cyberman, Cyberman. Um, the one chasing her was her grandmother. Oh my God, the grandmother is the wolf. Amazing. Um, Zaroff, Professor Zaroff from The Underwater Menace. We're going to have to watch that. Like it's been animated, but you can't get it in Australia. Like no one. Australia doesn't have a distributor for Doctor Who Blu-rays and DVDs at the moment. So you can only get it from Amazon from overseas. And it's like a bazillion dollars. But I'll try to get a hold of it. Um, Jeff goes on to say, Neo Zaroff is a weapons manufacturer who profits from warring between humans um, and whoever the big bad is at the time. Uh, he's discovered how to make ordinary people into weapons with nanotech. Oh, this is getting a bit... Um, uh, like the uh, you know the the bad doctor in uh the Wild West, um, which is coming up in the missive, the in Matt's missive in the next few episodes. Um, town called Mercy. Uh, oh, what if it is that? What if we flashed back to there? Um, let's not have too much continuity. We'll all cry. Um. Anyway, uh, he's seeded a few innocents and before long the whole area is wiped out. He's planning to supply both sides in the conflict using this town as proof of concept. The town is a character like the town in The Demons or that one with the not Silurian 8472s with their fake town planning for invasion. Oh, that's in um, Star Trek Voyager, the 8472s. Uh, we get a bunch of scenes of Neo Zaroff pitching the various army generals on why they need the Weir Tech. Um, and Jeff says he wants to run a Doctor Who RPG using this story. Oh, so cute. Um, speaking of the the 8472s, the, the kind of fake town thing is used really effectively in an 8th Doctor um, 
big Finnish adventure called Brave New Town with uh, Lucy Miller. I think it's in the second series. And it's, it's yeah, it's really well done. It's kind of got shades of the android invasion, which also is fake town world. Um, oh, this is fun. Uh, sorry for all the distractions. Uh, we're going to head into Matt's missive in the next episode. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.